Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now today, I am going to share with you the last root that the enemy plants into you from the seed of gossip, and that root is called the root of lying. So let's go ahead and define it. So lying means marked by or containing falsehoods. It also means untruthful. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Proverbs chapter 13, verse 5, which says, A consistently righteous man hates lying and deceit, but a wicked man is loathsome. His very breath spreads pollution, and he comes surely to shame. So let me just say this, nothing good ever comes out of a lie. I mean, absolutely nothing. People tend to lie to cover up the truth, especially when they know that they are doing something wrong or maybe even against a person that they may be dealing with. Also, they may lie to cover up the sin that they have in their life and pretend to be someone different than what they have been betraying. It is unfortunate that people think that the truth will never be revealed, even when months or years have gone by. Please don't ever underestimate a lie, but also don't underestimate the truth being revealed. Now Proverbs chapter 12 verse 19 says, truth stands the test of time lies are soon exposed. And again, that's Proverbs chapter 12, verse 19. Now, people who think that because they have been doing, and that's lying basically, and they haven't been caught, their skills will always keep them out of trouble. At least that's what they think. Now, if you are a person that lies, you are definitely misinformed. The truth always comes out even when you may have forgotten about it. So please stop believing the enemy's narrative because he definitely has you fooled. When the enemy waters the root of lying, there can be a lot of things going on. Sometimes he will keep a lot of confusion and chaos swarming around you, so it just becomes second nature to keep the stories going. It can become hard for a liar because they have to just remember all of the stories that have been told to keep the facade up. For a person that is dealing with a liar, it is very challenging because it just becomes hard to just figure out what the truth is or what the lie is being told to them. Now, it may not resonate in the beginning that a lie or a liar or just doing a lie is just definitely damaging to a person's character. The liar will continue to do it because they don't want to come clean or be held accountable for the wrong behavior that's been existing. The enemy is constantly feeding into them to be deceptive and that they have the skills to get away with it and no one will ever find out. Unfortunately to the liar, they are developing characteristics to look just like the enemy and by buying into it, they have turned a deaf ear to listening to the voice of God. God still sees and hears everything that is being said. 
Now, if you are lying to an individual, you may minimize it and think that it is small and won't do much harm. But that is the game plan of the enemy. He convinces you by telling you that you can tell a little white lie, like we like to say, but making you think that not much damage will be done. By doing this, he makes you feel better about yourself. And you may even find ways to justify the sin that you are doing. It is bad if you condone the sin, but it is even worse when you don't take the responsibility for it and you don't resist from indulging into it. Please don't keep participating into it, even if you got away with the first lie. Don't create a pattern or a behavior behind it, thinking that it gives you power or that it boosts your ego or that it makes you look good in front of some of your friends. You actually will be deceiving yourself, which of course you won't see how the enemy will make it explode in your life. Now on page 206 in the book, I actually give you a list of examples of what the enemy will keep telling you to participate in a lie. And if you keep listening to him, destruction is definitely sure to follow. So here are actually a few of them. The first one says, what people don't know won't hurt them. They won't find out the truth anyway. I got this. And then another one may be, you are not doing half of the things that you see other people doing. Your sins are small compared to what other people have been doing out there. And then the third one may be, what I'm doing is not that bad. Plus, God is a forgiving God. He will forgive me, so I will stop when I am done getting what I want. It is these types of lies, and even more, that demonstrate how the enemy has control of your life. The more you listen to it, the harder it is to break the chains of his deception. Don't be fooled by his trickery and gal regarding your life. And don't spread lies on others. And more importantly, Don't tell lies to others to falsify who you are or what you do or what you like or dislike or what you want. It is your character, your integrity, your level of respect, and your sense of trustworthiness that will be measured if what you say is false. And let me also just add this. Now, some people have concluded that it's actually better to continue with a lie than to try to undo the damage and face the facts and maybe even the disappointments that come with it. Now, many times than not, if you are honest in your actions, even if you did do wrong, some people would rather handle the truth and hear the truth than you consistently lie to them. Now, granted, they may not be happy with what you did, However, they will be able to deal with the situation better knowing that you actually came forward with the truth and you actually tried to turn a wrong situation into a right one. So please avoid being consistently deceptive. It stains your character. And if you are a child of God, it stains your relationship with him. You should never want to do anything that puts a barrier between you and God especially doing something that God hates. Now, Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19 says, These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. 
a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift to running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. And again, that's Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. So as you can see actually from this scripture, Proverbs states the things that the Lord hates. So, and it doesn't even matter which translation you read. Each translation shares these things that the Lord hates. And I mean, he hates it. Didn't say he dislikes it. He hates them and lying was actually stated immediately. Now, it's obvious, of course, when I shared with you in chapter one, that God's word is the absolute truth. And his word does not come back void, as stated actually in Isaiah 55, 11. So it's just natural for him to hate lies. Now, if you are trying to follow him, and if you're trying to actually represent him since you're created in his image, and definitely if you are saying statements and you're not saying them in a truthful realm, then of course that's concerning. And that's something that you may need to really revisit. It doesn't matter if you are 8, 28, 58, or even 78 for that matter. Your conversation should be guided in truth. Now, it's one thing as a child to learn right from wrong and to actually be disciplined for not speaking truth. But it becomes very disappointing and even, I think, immature to be older and still lying as if you were a child. To me, one thing I think that you just need to first think about is this particular scripture. And this comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, which says, When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, when you were a child, you may have spoken and thought and understood things as a child. And it required you to grow and learn and develop and mature. However, over time, as you grew and developed and matured into a man or a woman, you should have put away those childish things, which may have actually consisted of lying. The selfishness that you may hold on to today, and especially the lack of discipline and responsibility and accountability that may still exist as an older person, shows childish behavior in your spirit man. Now, let me just say, it's easy to lie but it takes maturity to walk in truth. And so that's why you may need to pull up your big girl pants and your big boy pants to really show that you really are a man or a woman that can handle discipline and accountability. Now, the real question also is, how old are you in your spirit, man? Do you try to do things the easy way of what the world teaches you? Or do you really actually try to put the work in to do things the way Jesus has taught you? Remember, Jesus is the example for you to follow. And one of the things that I've really just tried to show you in my book is to allow you to see the progression of how things can spiral downward if you keep listening to the enemy to please self. By following God's voice and embracing the things that he has taught you, you are able to grow and mature with him. Now, I'm not saying that everything will be easy and picture perfect moving forward. But I do believe that it will give you the peace and comfort that you need to keep living on this earth. As I have shared with you in previous messages, it is a war inside of you that has taken place with each nature 
the fleshly nature and the spiritual nature, trying to guide you to follow that particular nature, which is the enemy and the Holy Spirit. God created a place here on earth that can be enjoyable and fun and loving. And if you are guided by God to do his will, things will be just that. Yes, there will be things that happen that will just knock the wind out of you and just really just take you down paths that are going to be hard to handle. However, God is always with you because he said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He gives you the tools and the resources to just really be able to handle all of the things that come at you. And God also makes a way for you to escape the things that the enemy throws at you. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. The reason that it seems difficult to handle because the enemy just keeps dangling things in front of you to get your attention and to participate in it, which causes you to put less time in with God. When the enemy sets up his warfare against you, it is at that time that some people feel the need to come back to God and ask for help. And that's okay. The enemy realizes he has millions and billions of people that he can persuade to be disobedient so that they will eventually go to his kingdom, which is in hell. He also knows that he can make the children of God's life here on this earth sometimes feeling like they're in hell. He won't have the ability to get them to come to his home, but he can tempt them enough to be disobedient to God. And he may feel that he somehow kind of wins a little bit because of the pain and suffering that they will experience while here on earth. He sees people not spending time with God and praying to God and not knowing the word of God. And so he knows that they don't know how to handle the situations that he gives them. He knows how to trick them and cause destruction. And so I see right now I'm going to have to finish this actually tomorrow. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. So take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.